video game news and video game music. This is Progress Bar. So, my name is Anthony, you're listening to Progress Bar. I'm going to talk about the Star Wars Battlefront beta since that ended today. So stay tuned for that. I am burning up in my house. This is the only problem with the home studio. It's the home functions. Too much money to run the AC. Don't have the budget for that. Can't run the fans because then it'll get all up in the microphone and that'll mess up the sound. If I made some money, I'll try to write that off as a business expense. Because it's hot. I got sweat dripping down my back right now. Don't know when this heat will go. This is San Diego. It's supposed to be great weather. Got songs from Argyle, Vixor, and Jesper Keed coming up later. So stay tuned for those also. And you can contact me at SirKibble2 on Twitter. And you can contact me via email, anthony at progressbarradio.com. Contact me that way as well. I'm kind of shocked at how I reacted to the Battlefront beta. It's not the reaction I expected. I personally thought I was going to love it. I thought I was going to eat that thing up. I like Battlefield a lot. So I'm like, okay, DICE is making Battlefront. I hope they stick to what Battlefront was. But I kind of like the idea of the people who make Battlefield, which I consider a good game. I like the idea that they're making Battlefront. It makes sense. It's perfect. Battlefield games, big battles. I like big battles. I'm good with that. So I'm like, okay, Battlefront, Star Wars, Big Battle Wars. That's... This is exactly what I want. When I finally got my first play of Battlefield 3, which was pretty much the first Battlefield game I played, I was like, what am I missing? I would spend so much time playing big team battle in Halo. And, you know, for me, I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's a big battle. And then I play Battlefield. And I'm like, dear Lord, this is what I'm looking for in terms of big battles. So I like the idea of dice making Battlefront. I'm like, this is good. You know, only the only Walker Assault was the big battle represented in the beta, so it still wasn't their biggest mode, but still, I mean, it was a big battle, and I can't complain about that. I like that stuff. Lots of guns to choose from in Battlefield, right? Lots, lots of guns. You got guns from classes, you got all different t- t- types of weapons, carbines, assault rifles, sniper rifles, all that kind of stuff, right? So, like, okay, this is good. And Battlefield typically has a good amount of maps. Even without the DLC, there's a good rotation of maps. So, with this Battlefront beta, I was thinking, yeah, this is going to be good stuff. 
and I was kind of shocked when I became bored. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I think Dice has done a really good job of setting a good foundation for Battlefront, for the Star Wars Battlefront series. I don't know if they're going to make this a series, but I think they've laid a good foundation. I think it'll be a successful game for lots of reasons, but I'm not the only one who found it a little boring, and I don't expect Dice to unlock every mode in a beta. That's not what I expected at all. I think the Battlefield 4 beta only had Caesar saying hi. So I'm not expecting them to unlock everything. So that there's all this variety. I mean this one had two modes. But. I mean it was only drop zone. You know it's not like. This very different type of mode. You've never found in a first person shooter. No drop zone was pretty generic. It's just the way it was. And then, you know, it doesn't disrespect the Star Wars franchise. I think it does a good job. I feel like I'm in the Star Wars universe. Battles are intense. Environments are fun to be run around in. And after all that, I still became bored. I stopped playing, and I was like, I think I've gotten all that I want to get out of this beta. Whereas the Battlefield 4 beta... I spent a lot of time playing that with one map. I think there's some obvious reasons why it got a little boring. Two modes. Drop Zone and Walker Assault. And again, I don't blame DICE for this, but Drop Zone was a pretty generic mode. There wasn't much to it. It was objective-based, but people treated it as a team deathmatch mode. What can I say? And then Walker Assault, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Not that many guns, and not that many guns I found useful. Right? The A280, I thought, was the most useful gun, especially if you're playing Walker Assault. It's got great range, it's got good damage, it's got a decent fire rate. I thought it was the best gun, for sure. You could use the other guns in Drop Zone because that's more closer combat. And the A280 you could use too. But if you're playing Walker Assault, I mean the DT, what is it, the DT-17? I mean, you could get away with that. The E11 you might be able to get away with, but the A280 was just that perfect balance. Good fire rate, good damage, and the range was pretty good on it. The DT-17, whatever 17, it had a decent range, but you couldn't see very far with it. And it, was, it wasn't a weak gun by any stretch of the imagination. You just couldn't see very far. So that was the real problem with that gun. There's only two maps. And again, not DICE's fault. But I'm telling this is the obvious reasons why it got a little boring. You know, you got Solist on Drop Zone. And Hoth for Walker Assault. And the f- maps were f- fun to run around in. I thought... They did a great job recreating the maps for a multiplayer setting without making it too shootery, I guess. It still feels like a Star Wars universe. Those maps feel like areas that would be in Star Wars. We're not even going to talk about Tatooine and survival. I thought that mode was terrible. And that's probably because it's the beta representation, but I thought it was bad. wasn't appealing at all. But up next, 
I'm going to tell you the not-so-obvious reasons why the game became a little boring for me. First, we'll play a song. This song is Gift of the Magi. It's by remix by Argyle. You can find it on the Legend Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album on ocremix.org. You're listening to Progress Bar. Gift of the Magi. It's by Argyle. It's on the Legend Game Boy 25th Anniversary Remix album, which you can find on ocremix.org. Download it completely for free. You're listening to Progress Bar. My name is Anthony Shelton. We're talking about the Battlefront beta. Just ended today. And I'm kind of shocked I found it boring. It's not the reaction I expected. Like I said, I enjoy big battles, and this beta had that. But it didn't hook me. I think DICE did a good job with it. Still got bored. For the song, I mentioned the obvious reasons why it became boring. Two modes. Didn't find many of the guns actually useful. There are only two maps. And none of that was actually a fault of DICE. 
Because again, it was a beta. And if you think about the Battlefield 4 beta, I think they only had Seeds of Shanghai. I don't think they added anything else later. So that's all you had to work with. So I can't blame them for that. It's a beta. Of course, they're only going to have two modes. But that still doesn't take away the fact that that's part of the reason why it became a little boring. You could feel the, I want more. I wish there was a little bit more to work with. And again, not necessarily DICE's fault. But you could feel that. So here's the not-so-obvious reasons why I got bored with the beta. As I'm playing Walker Assault, I'm on the Imperials, I am defending these giant AT-ATs right next to me. I'm like, these things are hulking, they're huge, I love it. These things are defending, I'm destroying the Rebels, we're taking down their Y-Wing communication towers, all that stuff. This is fun, this is great. And then you play it again. And you're on the rebel side, and you're trying to stop those ATATs, and they're destroying you. you got the ATSTs coming at you, Imperials everywhere. You're trying to initiate your communication towers so the Y Wings can come down and bomb those ATATs, and you can move forward. But wait, the game is still moving forward because the ATATs are still moving forward. And at no point. Is there a situation where you're stuck in the same spot? You're stuck with the same communication towers. Nah, you just move forward. Doesn't matter. So you replay this over and over and over. And it's the same sequence every single time. There's no variety. It's too linear. I mean, if you think back to Battlefield, it's very similar to Rush, right? Because that's what you do in Rush. You sequence you start in one area. Once you move on from that area, you move to the next area. Once you do whatever you need to do in that area, you move on to the next area. And each time the defenders are trying to stop you and you're trying to move forward. That's exactly what this mode is, except the defenders can't lock you in one spot. Or you can't just blow past everything and make sure those ATATs are destroyed mostly because there's a little imbalance we'll talk about that in a moment but at the same time even if you're the Imperials I think about battlefield and in rush mode if you guys are on your P's and Q's you can stop the offenders from getting anywhere they're stuck at the first point the entire match I remember doing that on, uh, what map was that? Uh, it's, it's the one in the city, and it's nighttime. And it's one of my favorite maps, and I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> oh, that's frustrating. But you know what map I'm talking about if you've played Battlefield 4. It's at nighttime, and it's in a city. So, I remember we locked down the offense in one spot for more than half the match. They finally moved on to the second spot, but they didn't get past that. They got shut down. That's exciting. And then on the flip side, I've been in matches where we just blow through the defense. That's exciting too. In Walker Assault, battle moves on no matter what. There's no such thing as locking them down in one spot. 
it's not dynamic like that. It's this very linear sequence of events no matter what you do. And it's that way every single time. I mean, it is exciting if you're the Rebels and you get a ton of Y-Wings because you've locked, you know, you've gotten your communication towers running and you are not letting any Imperials touch you. That's fun. You got this whole thing of Y-Wings at the top left of your corner and then when it's time to call those Y-Wings in, they just blast those AT-ATs. That's fun. But it's the same sequence every single time. And it gets a little boring after a while. Another reason why it became boring is I didn't really want to be on the Rebel Alliance. And I like being on the Rebel Alliance. I like, you know, when I've watched Star Wars, I'm like, go Rebels. I'm the good guy type. I like to be on the good side. I want the good guys to win. Not saying I don't mind the struggle. That's why I like the Empire Strikes Back, because they struggled to win. But I like the good guys. That's just who I identify with. But it's not taking it's not easy taking down the Imperials in Walker Assault. Those AT-ATs do not go down with ease at all. And I'm not saying they should go down with ease, but you got to work. And you got to work with your team. And the problem with that is that it's matchmaking. And you're not going to be able to do that. I'm sorry. It's just not going to happen. I'll give a generous number and say 80% of the time. You're not going to get in a server where everybody's just like, okay, it's time to work together, and everybody's on their mics working together. And even without mics, it's not like everybody's on that map doing exactly what they need to do. It's the same Battlefield Syndrome. You're playing Conquest, and you're trying to win the match, and people are doing their own agendas. They're not trying to play Conquest. They're playing Team Deathmatch, With 59 other people. So you got that kind of problem. And the rebels. Already have. Everything stacked against them. They don't have ground units. The imperials have ATSTs. Do you know how effective that is? And some people who are flying. Don't get that. Okay. You can't really damage the AT-ATs so can you stop shooting at them and shoot the ATSTs? that would be really useful that'd be very helpful but people don't think about that so it's like I don't want to be on the rebel side it's fun to fight with the odds against you I don't have a problem with that it's just the odds are really really against you The Imperials got TIE Interceptors, they got TIE Fighters, they got ATSTs. Obviously, they got the different units, whatever each player decides to choose. And then on top of that, ATSTs, just to make matters really bad for the Rebels. I don't mind the idea of the Rebels being behind, because really, that's how the movie was. The Imperials won that battle. So the concept of the Rebels not having the same firepower and all that available to them, I I don't mind that necessarily. I'm just saying make it a little more balanced. 
Because you got to think about all the people who don't necessarily play the objective. There's way too much hard work that needs to happen. It's like all 20 of the rebels need to be working together to take down the Imperials. Whereas the Imperials, not as many need to be working together to stop the rebels. So I feel like there's that imbalance. I don't know what DICE is going to do. Because, I mean, you take out the ATSTs. Do you make them weaker? I don't. Uh, they're going to have a hard time rebalancing this. Because then, you know, you don't want to make it too easy for the rebels. That's not the direction you want to go. I feel like you still, if you're on the Imperial side, you should have the advantage. But I don't know what DICE is going to do to rebalance it. You can't, don't make the AT-ATs weaker. I think the problem lies with the ATSTs, personally. Those things are strong. And once they get on the map, once they get going, I mean, they get going. Because you're over here trying to initiate the tower... And all ATST needs to do, boom, gone. And then stormtroopers come in, and all the ATSTs need to do is just keep pouring fire until the communication tower is down. So no rebels can get in there. So it's like, forget the ATATs, the ATSTs are the biggest problem. And then drop zone, I mean, that's just an exercise in patience. You want to talk about people who don't work as a team. Dear Lord, it's like people just treat that as team deathmatch. Or they just freaking don't understand what you're supposed to do. It's an objective-based mode, people. Can we play the objective? That would be fantastic. Because at first when I was playing, I was like, oh yeah, this is a fantastic mode. And then I started getting really good at it. And I started noticing people weren't playing the objective. I'm sitting here scrambling, trying to get the pods. But... Nobody's helping. It's like, what are you guys doing? Are you literally just taking the fire? Grenades don't help. None of that stuff helps. You just gotta try to get in there. And everybody else is defending the pod like they're supposed to. While we get smashed. Game after game after game. Server after server after server. I mean, I really like drop zone because it allows me to flank, and I'm a flanking type of person. I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. But I, uh, I couldn't deal with it after a while. I was like, I can't do this. I, I'm done. I'm done with drop zone. That's it. So it's more frustration than boredom. But it's still a reason why I didn't come back to play the beta. So at this point, I feel more confident about Rainbow Six Siege. In terms of what I would buy. I just. I don't feel confident about Battlefront. Not necessarily. In what it delivers. I think it delivers what it. What uh, DICE was going for. In the first place. I think they they are. Getting really close. I think everything surrounding the gameplay mechanics. Is it coming together. Quite right. And we got to see what the other modes are. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, like, don't buy it. I would say, eh, the beta has a good foundation, but I'm not sure what the other modes will offer. 
I need I really need to take some time to look at it. And we're not going to really know until we play the game. They're going to show us stuff and people are going to show us stuff, but until we get our hands on it, it'll look good and then we'll play it and it might not turn out that well. It might turn out to be great. So at this point, I'm not going to spend any money on it. I'll wait to rent it or see other reactions. I'll do that, but I don't know. If you didn't play the beta and you want to get day one, I would say wait, 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 wait. Don't get it day one. Especially if you did play the beta. Don't get it day one. Wait. Because it's not 100% that everything available is going to be great. And based on the two modes in the beta, I'm just not convinced that this is a must-buy game. The song is Title Vixor Remix. It's by Vixor. You can find it on the Extreme Road Trip 2 album which is available on Bandcamp. You're listening to Progress Bar.
That is Title Vixor Remix. It's by Vixor. You can find it on the Extreme Road Trip 2 original soundtrack, which is compiled by Big Giant Circles. That's available on Bandcamp. The song is Venice Rooftops by Jesper Keed. You can find it on the Assassin's Creed 2 original soundtrack, which is available on something.com, S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G, something.com. You're listening to Progress Bar. Venice Rooftops by Jesper Keed. That's on the Assassin's Creed 2 original soundtrack on something.com. S-U-M-T-H-I-N-G something.com. Alright, that's it for today's show. Thanks for listening. You can download the episode from SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Also, update... I submitted the information to get on iTunes. I have no idea when they're going to get back. I heard iTunes takes a while to get back to people who submit podcasts. So I don't expect to get an answer anytime soon. What can I say? 
But I did submit it. But you can also find us on TuneIn. I'm going to start putting the episodes on YouTube also, but without the music. Because I don't want to have to deal with the content ID system that YouTube has. So if you want to listen to the music, you got to go to SoundCloud. If you're listening to the podcast, you can join live on TuneIn at 10 a.m. Pacific Time every weekday, except for the days that I say we're not airing, mostly because I have a broadcast mentor that I meet with every week, or at least try to meet with every week, depending on his schedule. So sometimes I will say there is no show. But if you follow me on Twitter, at SirKibble2, then you can find out if there is an episode or not. Typically I tweet it out, so look for that. But I also say it on the show. You can also contact me, anthony at progressbarradio.com, by email. And at 12 Pacific Time today will be on twitch playing some new games i'll be probably playing broken age and tomb raider and maybe some other stuff we'll see but definitely broken age gonna be trying that out but just come and hang out consider it the progress bar after party just hanging out having a good time wanted to talk to y'all so i'll be on twitch 12 pacific time i might be on earlier but for sure at 12 Pacific time. All right, thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Appreciate the support. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. Later.